You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good morning, everyone. Friday rolls around again. It comes very quickly. Chris Nelson, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. How are you this morning? I'm very well. Um, I'm I'm stunned. I'm speechless. I'm without speech. I'm... Just looking at the uh, Queensland Racing website, there is not one line through any meeting at all. No, no. And there won't be. We won't get any rain now. We're in for uh, some really good weather going forward. And today, big day. Would you believe we've got... I call it a double header, but we've got a meeting at Rockhampton today, and we've got a meeting on the Sunshine Coast. Rockhampton kicks off at ten fifty this morning. Wow! So a nice early start, and that just gels beautifully in to the Sunshine Coast, which kicks off at two forty three, and a massive day there. Ladies Oaks Day, a holiday in the area, uh, eighteen plus only event. So you can imagine a bit of a party atmosphere at uh, Corball Park this afternoon. Have you been invited? Uh, no. Oh, must have misbehaved last oh, year, did you? I haven't quite reached the age of eighteen mentally. Yeah, oh, that was fair <laughs> enough. Sunshine Coast Polly this afternoon and Rocky uh, harness racing at Albion Park and Greyhounds at Ipswich in Townsville for today. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly call 1-800-858-858. The rain seems to have disappeared, Chris. It has. Now, I looked at a, uh, my phone last night. The weather forecast on my app said Brisbane clear tonight. This is yesterday. Mm. And no rain for the next 10 days. So how's that? Mm. So the rain's gone. The track tomorrow at Eagle Farm, I think it'll probably be sort of soft five, soft six yesterday, no rain overnight. But so, there's still not drying conditions, even though the sun's out and there's dries. a bit of breeze. It, but what I'm saying, though, it's not going to get down to a, you know, a really firm surface. No, no, it'll get, it could get to a good 25 degrees yeah. forecast. I think if we, got a, if we get one of those days where it's a beautiful 25, we're going to get a dew in the morning. And if we get a heavy dew, that probably won't, won't help oh, things listen along. To you, listen to you. But there's always something. Oh, weather the reporter. expert on the weather. I am. Yeah, expert weather on the nerd. weather. Yeah, so we're, you're expecting... I've got a little you're... rain gauge in the, in the backyard at home, and I can tell you we've had 600 mils this month. Okay. You're checking out the dew tomorrow morning. So how many meetings have we lost? I mean, the, oh. you know, and if you wanted to count all codes, it'd be in the dozens. Uh, it'd be, it would be in the dozens yeah. and, and around the state. Not just I'm talking. I'm not just talking about Southeast Queensland. I'm talking about around the state. And thankfully, thankfully, here we go. Look at this, look at this headset right now. Thankfully, yeah. well, you were the last one to use it, so you well, can only blame yourself. I don't know if I yeah. was. You no, were. I probably was. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, we've got the poly track, and the poly track's been very helpful. <laughs> You're laughing at me. Well, I'm, I'm having just, trouble with this. Yeah, uh, I've got it right now. Uh, Every week. And just on that, we have plenty of changes this weekend. Of course, the Sunshine Coast. Meeting today went from the grass to the poly. The Gold Coast meeting for tomorrow went from the Gold Coast grass to the Sunshine Coast poly. Ten races at the Gold Coast tomorrow. 
10.45 kickoff mark. Nice and early there. And Ipswich, which was scheduled to run yesterday, Thursday, will now be run on Sunday. Sorry, where where was tomorrow? The Poly Track 10 races, right? Yep. Gone from the Gold Coast yep. grass to the Sunny Coast Poly. And Ipswich yesterday, Thursday, yep. now going to run on Sunday. And Ipswich, still the water is having trouble receding at Ipswich as well. Yeah, so. so it's going to be on the grass, obviously, but... Uh, It'll be a heavy track, I'd say. It will be. What about the Magic Millions broodmare sale during the so week? Very, Away game in Tefane, $4 million and 3.1 respectively. Some huge numbers, and the money was spent by the Written Tycoon Syndicate, Mark. They, they spent a fortune. They, uh, they purchased Away game. That's Yulong, isn't it? I think it is actually. Yeah, That's the Yulong yeah. colours. That, and away game will go around tomorrow in the Kingsford And Stefano is going to continue racing as well. Yeah, yeah. Because so away game, correct me if I'm wrong, away game has not won a Group 1 yet. Away game, no, it hasn't. Yeah, no. because I was listening to an interview with uh, the gentleman from Yulong at the sales, and they're keen to, but not necessarily desperate for, but would love to win a Group 1 before she does go to the breeding. Oh, yeah, that would make her uh, her price a lot higher. So that's, that's what they all want with these mares. Uh, other ones that sold Lighthouse for $1.7 million, Rubisaki, Swift Witness, Ballistic Lover, all sold for a million dollars. This sale's just gone through the roof in recent years. Mm. I mean, well, Sunline's the um, uh, the yardstick at four point two million a couple of years ago. Well, Yulong spent seven point one million in a couple of hours, basically. <laughs> That's not bad money, yeah. is it? Absolutely. And those horses will be going around. Will they change colours? Will away game change colours? Yes. Yeah. Wearing the Yulong colours. I think it's green and white tomorrow afternoon. So. Yeah, interesting, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a massive sale down there. To say this just gets bigger each year. We better take a break here on the Punders, mate, because coming up on the show today, we've got a very special guest after nine o'clock. Craig Williams will be joining us. Craig is in town for tomorrow's ten race meeting at uh, Eagle Farm, and how many Group Ones? Three, three, three group, group ones. ones. Craig, uh, Craig loves coming to Queensland. He had such a successful run last year with COVID. He stayed up here mm. and, and was great in results. So we'll talk to him about that and also the extraordinary work he's doing to raise funds for mm. people back in Ukraine. His wife is Ukrainian, yes. so it's just been unbelievable what uh, he has done, including you know getting off a horse basically at the races in Melbourne onto a plane and over to the Ukraine unannounced uh, with with stuff, extraordinary stuff. And Trent Edmonds will be joining us. After the break, because, he will. So uh, he brushed me a couple of weeks ago. Did he? Yeah, yeah. That's not like Trent. I know. I'm. 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 But no response at all. None at all. That's not like. None Trent. at all. He must have deleted the. Message. I think it was because it was with or Pat Neals, not with me. No, no, no. Because it was <laughs> Pat Neals. He may have been nervous about speaking to Heels again. <laughs> that, could, that could well have been the thing. <laughs> We're going to take a break here because on the other side of the break, we'll come back and chat with Trent Edmonds, the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season, is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 this is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Another one of our trainers is on the line, Chris, from the Queensland Rokes. Um, Heels You've is, got a few. I know. It's hard to keep up because Heels doesn't actually send us the text through or the uh, emails as regular as he should as our racing manager. But uh, we try and keep on... On top of things, Hot Spring Gold is racing today at the Sunny Coast, so we're looking forward to that. And Trent Edmonds has one of our horses too, I believe. So um, he's joining us on the line this morning. Hey, mate, how are you? Okay, guys. Yeah, really well, thanks. How are we all? Good. Good. I am invincible out of unequivocal. Um, a, a filly, what can you tell me and uh, our other owners, Ian Healy, Pat Welsh and Brixie here, about our filly with you? <laughs> 
Yeah, Maroon, Maroon Magic. There we uh, go, yeah. She, that's her. She's, she's gone off to the paddock. Um, uh, rain, <laughs> this, uh, this rain has just been um, not quite to her liking. So, uh, you know, basically we've been underwater here, as you, as you know, yeah. and uh, um, she performed only sort of fair on a pretty wet track at at uh, a previous trial, so we thought we'd give her another break and uh, tip her out while it's um, absolutely drenched at the moment. Yeah, I'll let Heels know, because we've got that many horses, Chris, I can't keep up with the names. I forgot Moreau Magic. <laughs> we've got Greylander coming back from its gelding operation, Hot Spring Gold today, and there's another one that uh, Chris Anderson has that he reckons is better than Hot Spring Gold. So I'm, my brain is all scrambled. But anyway... Let's yeah, get down to the serious stuff. You need a proper need manager. Heel, to I need heels to lift his game. Yeah, I need yeah, heels to lift his game. But anyway, mate, uh, tomorrow, nice to have the races back, and we might even have a good surface tomorrow. Yeah, um, if we get the fine day uh, that it looks like it's going to be today, you would think Eagle Farm would be um, a good track tomorrow, wouldn't you? Yep, yeah. Oh, I think it'll be. If it's not good, it'll just be on the slightly worse side of good. I don't know what's come up this morning. I haven't seen a report, but soft six yesterday. It's bound to be a soft five today. So, uh, yeah, we could yeah, easily. Now, you've, five at the moment. you've got uh, Alpine Edge uh, still going around in two races at this stage. Do you have any idea whether it will be the Fred Best or, or the Kingsford Smith Cup? I haven't looked at the scratchings out of the Kingsford Smith. Uh, it's going to have to be the Fred Best, you'd have to, have to assume. Yeah. Um, Kingsford Smith. Group one, he's fifth emergency. Not many, you know, not often that five horses scratch out of a group one race. So um, I'm tipping it to be Fred Best tomorrow, to be fair. Chances? You confident? Yeah, look, the horse is flying. Um, we were really disappointed with his first up run back um, on the heavy track at Doombin in the Nick Dittman. Uh, thought we had him in the right spot. Um, and he just, he went, Horribly, horribly. To be fair, I think it didn't appreciate the heavy track. But last start back to um, Eagle Farm in the Doom of Ten Thousand, you know, he was a, finished off really well at running sixth. He was basically nosed out, and not beaten far for fourth. So um, thought the effort was very good. He was wide and back in the run. Um, obviously, on Trivier was run of the race, but thought he. he uh, produced a very good performance and was essentially back to his best. So um, just a dead set Eagle Farm horse and yeah. back to three-year-old grade, looking forward to it. And um, obviously it's a favoured surface for him, so um, no complaints. Where do you think, uh, where would you like Robbie to have him in the run? Midfield with cover, mate. That'd be uh, ideal. Uh, we actually took the blinkers off on his recommendation and um, stepping up to the 1,400, I don't see any problem with that. His work... It's actually every bit as good without the blinkers as with them. Um, so that's something to note there. And, um, yeah, basically we're just taking Robbie's advice. But if he could be yeah, midfield, just a little worse than midfield with a bit of cover and a little bit of speed on in the event, then you know, we'd be happy. Now, another one of your stable stars, the mayor, Mimi Lagarde, not racing tomorrow. When will we see her next? Uh, next preparation. Oh, um, gone for a break. She's gone to the, yeah, gone for a break. She... Essentially has had sort of two and a bit weeks off since July last year. So it's a bit of a mammoth preparation. And I would suggest that we'll probably see her in Melbourne uh, at some stage in the spring for sort of, you know, those races that Winter Bride ran in sort of three or four years ago, the 
how now and the Northwood Plume, those kind of things. Group Group Three, Group Two, Phillies Mares, twelve hundreds. Um, and if she proves to be better than that next preparation with a nice break underneath her, then um, that'll be all well and good too, and, and pretty well received. And hoping for some uh, drier tracks too, I would imagine in the spring. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, haven't ironed anything out yet. Obviously, she's only basically just gone to the paddock, but um, you know she could even have a, a start up here first before we take her down south, just to make sure that all the wheels are turning in the right direction and um, everything's good with her. But yeah, hoping for some dry tracks. Uh, we took her to Ramwick for the PJ Bell, and she never got warm. No. The track was a bog that day, so just forget about that and move on. Now, this filly, you've got uh, Burning Bell that resumed at the uh, the Sunshine Coast on the Polly last Sunday. I'm, I'm really taken with her. Obviously, I was first campaign as well, or as, as, as with many others were. She's very impressive, and she put them away so easily last Sunday. You must have been stoked with that. Yeah, she's a, a really nice progressive uh, Bell Esprit filly for the on-track thoroughbreds team. Um, funnily enough, when she was when she was a bit younger, she showed absolutely nothing. <laughs> and, um, you know, just a little bit of time underneath her belt and a little bit of maturity, you know, physically and mentally, she's improved out of sight. So, um, yeah, she's one to watch for the future, and I think she's only just going to get better and better um, with more racing and a little bit of time underneath her belt. As I said, she she started off, she was uh, not much good, and we were sort of contemplating her options or hadn't shown a great deal. I shouldn't say not much good, but hadn't shown a great deal contemplating what we do with her and um, decided to give her a good spell and uh, another crack and you know, the rest of the history. She probably should be unbeaten, to be fair, three yeah. and four and a, a yep. fast finishing second on her first uh, first start where she ran off the track. So, um, you know, she's one for the future. You talk about the future. What is her future at this stage? You're not going to throw her in the deep end, just take her along slowly? Yeah, look, I think there's a nice race on um, Tats Tiara Day, three-year-old 1,200 metres at Eagle Farm. And I think that'll probably be her next start. We don't need to overtax. I don't want to be racing her sort of too quick. Just we'll give her a soft couple of weeks and then um, build her back into that that race on Tats Tiara Day. Um, name escapes me at the moment, but it's a three-year-old 1200-meter race. Now, Trent, just before we let you go, mate, uh, the Gold Coast uh, seems to have copped, a, and the Sunny Coast as well, the bulk of the rain, even though Brisbane's copped a fair bit. What impact has that had on your stable and getting horses into work. I know the races have been transferred to the sunny coast a lot, but just from a, a training perspective, what impact has the rain had on you at the Gold Coast? Yeah, it's been disastrous. Um, but I suppose we're all in the same boat uh, right throughout the southeast corner, but I think it's easier to maintain fitness levels and, and you know, the horses that are up and racing and, and whatnot, you don't need to do a great deal of work with them because they're already fit and they're already quite well. So it's easy to keep them ticking over. It's the ones that are waiting in the wings to trial and, and sort of get off to the races in the early stages of their preparation. Um, you know, they're the ones that you sort of have a bit of trouble with trying to get them up and get them going and trying to get the required amount of work into them when the tracks are underwater. That's that's the hard thing. Um, the ones that are racing, they're, yeah, they're quite easy. But uh, we're going to have a stack of runners in the next couple of months and they'll be very busy. We just need a um, kind period of weather. Well, hopefully we've turned the corner with regards to the weather and uh, we wish you the best of luck tomorrow and thanks once again for giving us your time. Good luck. Thanks, lads. Cheers. There thanks, he is, Trent Edmonds. And, uh, yeah, you, I know the amount of racing that we've missed and things being changed. It, it's a logistical nightmare for, oh. for all the trainers and even the jockeys. You know, one minute, you know, they're preparing to go to the Gold Coast. Hang on a minute, I've got to go to the sunny coast. 
and I'm riding, for example, tomorrow, they might have been saying, right, I'm at the Gold Coast. I've got rides at Toowoomba. Mm. The trip from the Gold Coast to Toowoomba is a lot shorter than the trip from the Sunshine Coast to Toowoomba. Yep. Can I, can I make it? Can I make it? Yeah. Can I do this? Can I do that? Yeah. The trainers, can we get our horses from here yeah. to there and all that sort of stuff? And, and it must be hard. As Trent says, you've got a horse ready to race. You can't race. you just got to keep it ticking over mm. all that time. And I mean, you think, well, maybe I better send this horse to the paddock for a rest. I'm not going to get a run anywhere. Yeah. So it's a tricky time. Not as administrators, it's hard. Trainers, yep. it's hard. Jockeys, it's hard. Tipsters is even worse. Mate. I'm not interested in them. But um, <laughs> and the track superintendents as well. You yeah. know, to try and yeah. get the track. I mean, I wonder how much work went into Eagle Farm. I know they had the week off last week, but uh, it would have taken a lot of uh, you know the the top layer of the the track off and dug that up and you yeah. know getting that back to being in good nick for tomorrow. They're obviously mow it without squashing you know without getting too far into yeah, the... but they've got to be able to get the mowers on there. That's right, and get know. them off there. Yeah, yeah that's right. Absolutely, so, a lot of issues. Yeah, absolutely. We better take a break here on the punters, mate. It's all thanks to the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season, and that's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 this is the Punters Mate on SEN. Nice to see the sun around in southeast Queensland and really across the state. We've got a, a terrific week coming up. Ten races. You would have been a busy little boy going through your form and all that. And you weren't whinging about, you know, the heavy track and not knowing oh, what to love do. Eagle Farm, mate. Yeah, so. no, we know where tracks. We know mm. what we're going to expect. Uh, it's been a quiet week because we've had, we haven't had a meeting since last Sunday in Queensland, nothing. Nothing. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Today we'll finally get a meeting. We've got two of them. So it's been a, a very, very quiet time. Now, you've got some news on Orbison. Orbison will resume at Doombin on Monday. Orbison, of course, is four from four, one of David Van Dyke's stable stars. Uh, went off with an injury. will resume at Doombin on Monday. So looking forward to seeing how he measures up. And a heavy nine at this stage for Doombin Monday. So we might even get back to a... A soft, who knows, by the time we get to Monday with this fine weather over the weekend. You'd like to think that uh, they'd get to a soft seven. Yep, something like potentially. that. Potentially. A bit stiff. But it's not, yeah, it's not, yeah, well, it's not, it's not real drying weather though at the moment. No. Still. They need a bit of breeze or a bit of wind yeah. uh, and that sun to come out. But as I was going to say, a bit stiff, Doombin. Two big meetings, their big two meetings of the year, the 10,000 and the Doombin Cup, have lost both of them to Eagle Farm. Yeah. You've got to feel for them and... It's the the gods, the rain gods. It's not normal at this time of year to have a huge amount of rain, particularly that amount of rain was just extraordinary last week. But anyway, uh, today we've got the Sunshine Coast Poly Track, and if it wasn't for the Poly Track, there most probably wouldn't be any racing uh, today. There wouldn't be a meeting at the Sunshine Coast, that's yeah. for sure. Rocky as well today, the beef capital of Australia. Beef capital of the world, we'll say. Uh, forget Argentina. Albion Park, Harness Racing, Ippi and Townsville for the Greyhounds. And we should also mention before the break that uh, big night next Thursday night for the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club, their 50th birthday celebrations. You can win a car. Next really? week, they what got sort of card, you know. Yeah, um, Luke Gatehouse did tell me, but it's just gone out of my mind at the moment. I don't want to give someone uh, a, a free plug if they're not providing the car. That's uh, true, Chris. Just say uh, a sedan. No, well, maybe. No, might it's not a big be. one, and that's a SUV, I think. Okay, um, and worth over thirty thousand dollars or something. Uh, nice. Luke was saying, and uh, tribute band, the Finn Brothers tribute band, is playing on the night as well. There's fireworks, a whole range of things, and Luke Gatehouse will be there. So there's an added attraction, as well as the, the Greyhound Racing. And the 50th, 50th Anniversary Cup, one only race, massive cup, he said, 
and uh, 50 grand worth of prize money for that particular race next Thursday night as well. Hmm. Might be worth a trip. Very short break. Other side of the break, we'll come back and chat with Craig Williams, who's in town for tomorrow's massive meeting at Eagle Farm. Is the punters, mate, on SEN. And a very good morning to those stations just joining us across the SEN network. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning. And if you are interstate, the news is we've seen some sunshine in southeast Queensland. In fact, right across Queensland. And we are going to have some racing, some thoroughbred racing this afternoon at the Sunshine Coast and at Rocky. And as Chris Nelson was telling us before at 9 o'clock in our first half hour, for those that missed it, the first meeting we've had in southeast Queensland for the Thoroughbreds since last Sunday. Since last Sunday when we raced on the poly track. And today we'll race on the grass at Rocky and the poly again on the uh, on the Sunshine Coast. So start of a massive weekend, Mark. A big day, obviously, at the sunny coast again tomorrow with another 10 on the poly. Doombin, oh sorry, Eagle Farm has the uh, three Group 1s and every race on the 10 race card is a group or listed race. Sunday, we've got meetings at Ipswich, brought, or meeting from Ipswich brought over from last Thursday. And Monday, we're at Doombin, just on Monday. I mentioned mm-hmm. Orbison before the break. Uh, for our listeners that were tuned in before the, uh, the break, Orbison resumes in race number eight on Monday. It goes up against a horse called the Big Goodbye, Mark. <gasps> One of so, ours. <laughs> we'll see what happens wow. there. We won't have to speak to Rob Heathcote. So Orbison, oh, okay. That's not good, is it? Not really. No. And the big goodbye hasn't had many races of late because he keeps of the missing rain. out. I know, I know. And Maroon Magic's gone to the paddock and uh, Hot Spring Gold today at Sunshine Coast on the Poly Track. So right. well, Ian Healy will have to be all although he won't be because he's up nice. in Townsville for Andrew Simons' funeral. So mm. we'll have to I'll have to let Heels know how our horse uh, Hot Spring Gold goes this afternoon. But anyway, enough of that nonsense. We've got a very special guest on the program. It's one of the advantages or one of the great delights of having um, Stradbroke season, the uh, winter carnival in southeast Queensland, is that not only do we get the great horses, the great trainers, we get the great jockeys coming to town. And I'm pretty sure they'll enjoy it. And they'll enjoy it even more this weekend because, as we mentioned, the sun is out and things are drying out in southeast Queensland. And Craig Williams has got some good rides tomorrow, and I'm sure he's looking forward to getting back to Brisbane. And he's on the line now. Craig, thanks very much for your time. Welcome to the Punters, mate, and to southeast Queensland. Oh, well, it's always good to be back, and thanks very much for having me on. Yeah, the weather has uh, improved, so we're even thinking tomorrow at Eagle Farm we might get close to in between a soft five and a good four, and after the rain we've had, that would be encouraging for a lot of owners, trainers, horses, and jockeys, no doubt. Yeah, I guess when you would look at the program for tomorrow, we see the acceptance numbers and some of the emergencies, full fields. Uh, we always expect that up here in Queensland, but... Obviously, because you lost your meeting last week, it, it puts um, horses, trainers, owners, programs, even jockeys programs, um, it was up in the air after last week. And luckily, with your good weather and obviously opportunity of another track, even though it's only across the road, how it's they're so different in different mm. times of the years that um, you're up with, lucky enough to be able to accommodate such a big race meeting. Now, Craig, you had such a successful winter carnival last year. I know you uh, you based yourself up here during the COVID time. Obviously, that's not the same situation this year. Are you just going to fly up for certain meetings? 
That's right. Yes, yeah, so I'll be here for, depending on how we go Saturday, potentially we'll be up again next week or at Flemington. And then um, obviously leading into the Stradbroke meeting, we're planning to be up here. Now, you've got some good rides and, and none better than race one, the uh, the Roses, uh, tomorrow. Nice and early, 11.08am, you're riding uh, Barb Raider for Jerome Hunter. Been racing really well in South Australia. Yeah, it is quite an early start. And mm. um, I was actually going to get a bit of help. My my, um, my usual valet is starting to be a pilot, which I think is going to be great, but I think he can practice on other people first. And <laughs> so he couldn't... <laughs> He couldn't come up, and then he went to Dobby's brother in, but their um, their auntie's having her wedding on the night before, and he's emceeing it. So I just felt really bad if I had to get him up to fly two hours really early just to help me out on the day, and I was pretty lucky, actually. Michael Carl dogged in Nozzy, so uh, it's going to be great to see Nozzy back at the track, and he's going to help me out on, on race day. He's injured, um, had a bit of a, an elbow complaint, so I um, hope he's not going to... Blame the elbow, make me do all the cleaning of the gear. But, um, <laughs> so it is an early start, but look at it. I'm looking forward to getting out to uh, Eagle Farm tomorrow. Does that mean in the years to come that you will be f- you coming up in uh, in a chartered plane or your own private jet with your valet piloting you up here? Well, I did joke, and um, it was it was a, it was a it was a tongue in cheek joke, and I just said uh, when he needs the hours to practice flying, I said, oh. at back at that time, Dave and Oliver was also. Um, the family was also um, doing a valet work for Damon Oliver. That's great. I love what you're doing, but um, when you want to get some hours up, you know, take Ollie. He's a perfect <laughs> one to practice. So, at the end of it, you got a few hour, hundred hours, and then I'll, I'll come with you. But um, I'm not too sure. Hopefully, he's paying for the for the fuel for the aeroplane as well. <laughs> Craig, we actually spoke to Jim Byrne about this last week, uh, and with the heavy conditions up here in southeast Queensland and uh, Eagle Farm on that day when uh, you could barely see, and we were talking about. Uh, the scramble for the jockeys between races to try and get themselves clean. Ian Healy asked him the question about whether he has time for a shower and all that sort of stuff, uh, and he made the point no. But people like yourself with the valet, it, it does help you, doesn't it? The fact that you can just concentrate on what you have to do, and it gives you that little bit of a, a little bit of an advantage. Everyone runs their business differently, whether you're a jockey or whatever, or your listings, whatever they're doing. Um, but it works really well for me where I can really focus on what I have to do and mm. my job is to ride races and ride winners. So not that a valet is going to make me ride winners, but it allows me to, if I want to go out and walk the track again, I have that luxury, I call it, of going out and walking the track again. I'll have the time to recover a bit more and if I do want to have a shower, that I do have uh, enough adequate time with someone helping out with my gear to be able to go and have a shower and clean up and I guess on a on a on a heavy on when the tracks are, or we get um, raining weather, you know we were lucky we've got washing machines and dryers at, um, at most of the big metropolitan race tracks. But then when you're talking about having 16 riders riding a race and they're all wet, they throw all the gear in the same in the same dryer. Nothing really dries at all. Same as the the, the laws of of uh, laundry washing at a family at home. <laughs> you throw too much wet stuff and it doesn't dry. So you know, I'm very lucky that um, I have a fan up. I have my own fans in one in Sydney, two in Melbourne, and and one up here in Brisbane. And um, and Nozzy picked up my fan yesterday from a good friend of mine down the Gold Coast, and he'll bring up a fan. And not only when it's hot weather, it helps to cool down and dry your gear out, but especially if you get a bad day, I still have um, that those extra tools to try and go out and make sure that I have as dry a gear as I possibly can for every race. Great Craig, stuff. is there anyone that's as well organised as you? Yes, absolutely. Cause, uh, I didn't make the, I didn't write the rule book. I only picked it up of other people. So when I was in Hong Kong, and again, 
Hong Kong is a completely different situation where you only ride at two tracks. But Douglas White was he has his red gear for he has red gear for Happy Valley and blue gear for Sha Tin and he is just that much brand new, the best gear. And so every time he rides, all of his horses and his trainers and the strappers, they always get brand new clean gear. Wow. as well as in Japan, how that works as well. So um, I was always brought up and, and taught. Um, but there's, there's a saying, I can't think of it. There's a, and they say, if you can't if you can't be the part, look the part type of thing. But yeah, my grandfather. My father always taught yeah. me that, had the best equipment. My grandfather used to say to me all the time, he was a cricketer, he played uh, first grade cricket in Sydney and first grade rugby league. If you can't be a good cricketer, at least look like one. <laughs> That's true. Um, and yeah, and, and speaking of that, Sammy Highland's sitting outside the studio here at the moment, ready to come in for his show this afternoon. I wonder whether he's, oh, I'm going to ask him whether he's as organised as Craig. Looking at him, what's um, no. now, Ask him how long it took him to have a shower after the race. <laughs> he, he Craig knew it would be, and, and he does wash, okay, he does wash. But I can tell you, I'm, I'm quite, if I use, I'm, quite slow at getting out um, and I can tell you before I've even taken off my boots Sam Holland's already dressed and he's on his way out like well, he's, yeah. the, well, he's I, the quickest I've ever seen of getting <laughs> out of the jockey. I room. can believe that Craig because if you look at his colour coordination the what oh. he's wearing today he doesn't even he gets like he gets dressed in the dark, in the dark. Yeah, exactly. absolutely mate uh, one thing we really wanted to talk to you about and we've noticed here looked at on it from afar in two respects one um, the work you've done uh, around Melbourne and of course flying to the Ukraine which has really touched everyone across the world but also you more than most uh, your wife is Ukrainian uh, congratulations on what you've done in raising awareness but also helping those in the ukraine um what's it been like for you and your family the last couple of months um a bit heartbroken but we've we're really galvanized by when we're able to go over there and see the people's resilience they're 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 fighting for their freedom their life but we couldn't do it without having people that we met in horse racing to make it possible and we're indebted to to them and Queensland plays a big role in it. Um, the, the bloke who puts everything together for us, um, and we don't call it teamwork anymore, we call it teamwork, um, it's phenomenal what we've been able to accomplish, not only with the help and most importantly financial contributions from people in racing, but just Australians in general, since they've um, heard about Lacer and, and our journey the first time, but we've been able to, to raise so much funds now that we're going to go over there and, and the... the not only the first aid trauma kits which save lives, but the survival kits that we've been able to put together for a family of five to survive for three days. Quite remarkable. So I actually saw and had that explained to me yesterday up in the Sunshine Coast. Right. And it is remarkable. And it only it only gives us to know that when we're going there and what we're taking actually does save lives. And I, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago and people and they're asking, you know, what, what's the feeling like? I'm very lucky. I love what I do. Um, racing's been very, very good to us, and now I see how I feel privileged to be a jockey, um, and most importantly, how fortunate I am to have an Australian passport and be a father of four children growing up in Australia. So we're very lucky. How we had elections on the weekend, yeah. and we all got to vote for who we like. In Ukraine, if they don't win and they're still alive, then they won't get that choice. But to do what we've been able to do and get over there. On a race day, I either make people happy or unhappy. I make their day profitable or not profitable. But going to Ukraine with the, the kits that we provide and getting it to the front line where they need to be, we're actually saving lives. So it's amazing. So we are um, so grateful that we also set up this project 
and um, there is no money going to administrations. Everything is going to the kits and getting them to where they need to be. And even logistics looks like we've covered all of that without any of that money coming out for logistics. So we're just actually in the, in the process right now of securing three vehicles over in Poland. So as we can drive in, once we're finished with those vehicles, they will then be reused as makeshift ambulances. So uh, it's, it's quite amazing that everything is going to a cause not only to save people but, but to help people in their fight for, for their freedom and their life. Oh, Craig, congratulations, mate. It's, uh, it's a wonderful thing you're doing and, and we're so far away from it, but you actually bring us a bit closer and give us that insight. So congratulations on what you do, but also thank you for making us more aware as well. We really appreciate your time this morning. Just before you go... Your mate has come in. Sammy Highland has come racing into the studio uh, because, Sammy, we were talking to Craig about how organised he is and I wondered how organised you were. Uh, nowhere near as organised as Willow. Good morning, Willow, and congratulations uh, on all the great work that you and Lisa have been doing. It's fantastic and uh, very, you know, very interesting following it and and obviously giving us uh, good insight into to what goes on uh, over there. It's, it's a really sad situation, but... Um, uh, you know, great work that you guys are doing. But, yeah, I mean, Mark, to give you some insight into Willow, he's, <laughs> he, he, he is, just has every base covered and but always has done. You know, like um, there was uh, myself, Travis Harrison, Philip Roost, Vlad Jurek, Craig Williams, we're, we're a, a bunch of apprentices that, that all started together and we're all uh, great mates and uh, we're all great mates. And we used to go out on... Uh, uh, was it the Silver Queue, Willow? Is that what it was called, the Silver Queue? We used to head down the Silver Queue on a on a Saturday <laughs> night or or other nights sometimes, and and uh, yeah, knock around and just be rat bags. And Willow always used to go home early because he had to be he had to have form ticked off and everything. He never went late to bed. He was he never went. You know, if if Alan said be home at ten o'clock, Willow would be home at ten o'clock. Whereas us other rat bags would get home at one o'clock and get a foot up the backside. <laughs> That's right, isn't it, Willow? There was a reason for that, Sam. You guys beat me at pool, took all my money, I had no money to let it stay with. So there was, a, there was another reason why I went home because I, I was skinned and I had nothing left in the pocket. So you guys could afford to stay out later. There was a bit of another reason for that as well. Oh, Craig, thanks so much for your time, mate. Uh, it's great to have you in town. And I just thought when uh, when Sammy was out there, it was too good an opportunity not to bring him in and say good day to you, mate. So uh, good luck tomorrow at much. Eagle Farm. And well done on what you're doing for the Ukraine. My pleasure. It's great to be up here, and thanks for uh, for you guys raising awareness. Good on you, mate. There thanks, he is, Craig, Craig. Williams, uh, joining us on the punters, mate, and Sammy Harlan making a cameo as oh, well. And uh, he said you were the quickest out of the jockey's room of everyone. Yeah. That's uh, that's a fair call. <laughs> that is a fair call. Uh, Before I, he even had his boots off, he said. Yeah, I, would, uh, I wouldn't mess around. Once the job was done, in you're, on the your way the, you're on your way to the silver queue. I was on the way home, yeah. <laughs> I better let you get ready for trackside, mate. Thanks for your cameo on The Punters, mate, and I'll catch you tomorrow on the Darling Download. Good it on is, you, boys. Uh, time for a break here on The Punters, mate. This is The Punters, mate, on SEN. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time now to check the latest betting markets thanks to Crossbet. Scott Cross joining us as he heads towards the Reds' long lunch today. We're getting him at the right time, Chris, because if it were an afternoon show, we'd be thousands to have him available this afternoon. <laughs> Scott, good morning. 
Very good morning to both of you. You wouldn't even open up a market. You wouldn't take any bets. No. I mean, it'd just be, you know, no odds 101. off. 101. Yeah. Uh, horrible, horrible. And, and particularly as your beloved Reds have got uh, arguably one of the toughest tasks in um, world rugby, beating the Crusaders this afternoon. Yeah, Chris, Crusaders at home. Uh, Crusaders are a dollar and four cents. Uh, the Reds are double figures at 10. The Lions 20 and a half. I think that's generous. I think the Crusaders will romp that in. No James O'Connor, no Taniela Tupo. Uh, no, Jock Lawton. We, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's not looking very good. And, and to make it worse, uh, when we lose to the Crusaders, sorry, if we lose to the Crusaders this afternoon, <laughs> we, 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 we we stay there and we play them again next week. Uh, yes, it doesn't get any easier. So yeah, they're going to stay. Which I, I like Christchurch. I, I don't mind South Island of New Zealand's fantastic, but um, a big task for the Reds. Two terrific NRL games tonight. Uh, first of all, the Cowboys head to Penrith. They haven't been in Sydney in 14 months, the Cowboys, and they've got a, a tough task against Penrith at home. Very tough task. Penrith, yeah, rightfully so, raging favourites at a dollar and eighteen cents. The Cowboys are at five dollars. Look, once again, I'd, I'd, I'd hate to go against the Queenslanders, but I think Penrith will comfortably cover the line at fourteen and a half. I think it's just too big a ask for the Cowboys. Look, I did exclusively predict last week, though, when the odds for the Cowboys were about $2.50, I think, when you spoke to us against the Melbourne Storm. Um, and I just said, well, that's outrageous odds for, for the Cows. And they won with a leg in the air. So I don't think they'll beat Penrith. But that line might be interesting because their defence is really good this year, the Cowboys. So that'll be a cracking game. And then we've got the Broncos up against the Titans. Broncos versus the Titans. Yeah, look, Broncos are favourites, $1.45. The Titans are $2.75. The line's six and a half. Look, with the disharmony we've seen, you know, just recently with Payne Haas asking for a release, mm. I just think there's disharmony in the camp. And at two seventy-five, I'm willing to go on a limb here and back the Titans. Okay, there you go. Should be an interesting game tonight at Suncorp Stadium. Now, Zaki, tomorrow in the Dooman Cup. Oh, look, it'll be a nightmare for the bookies. I'm, let me have a look here. Yeah. Close enough to 90% of the hold is on Zaki. Um, we've got four Waller horses chasing him. There's a little bit, when I say a little bit, a small amount. Kukaracha, the chosen one. The closest is Polly Gray at $9.50. So everyone's on the Zaki show. And I look, I just think you know, it's a class above the rest of them. And it's going to take you know, some kind of disaster for it just not to win and win easily tomorrow. Scott, can I ask you a, a race without notice here? I'm sure you can. Race seven, the uh, BRC Sprint. Number 13, Oscar Zulu is one that I'm keen on. Uh, I'm told by a few people there's been a bit of money for Oscar. Is that right? Oscar, uh, yes, there actually has. Uh, it is the market mover. Opened at 17 into 8.50. Ooh, uh, and, it's against, and it's against my nemesis horse, uh, Alligator Blood, who's now under uh, Gay Waterhouse. So, uh, yes, you, you're right. The money has come and come hard. He's moving fast. It's at 17 into 8.50. So, Mm, Watch Oscar Zulu. There you go. Well, mate, thanks for your time. Enjoy the lunch. The advantage of having the lunch then, that Reds-Crusaders match, is you may not remember the Reds and Crusaders <laughs> match tomorrow morning. So, so mate, I think uh, you meant to gamble, gamble and drink responsibly. Absolutely. Yes. Good on you, mate. Uh, enjoy your day today, and we'll chat next week. Take care. Thank Good you, guys. mate. There he is, Crossbet. Yes, remember, gamble responsibly, one 858 Now, thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility, follow Fold or Forgive, which is – Really tough for you, seeing there's been no racing. <laughs> We've gone to the Sunshine Coast last Sunday. Burning Bell. Burning Bell. Very, very impressive. We spoke to Trent about Burning Bell. Uh, a very impressive filly. She's only had a handful of starts. Four now. She's won three, and she should have won the other one. She resumed on the poly track, and she looked really good. So I think he said they were going to focus on a race 
on Tats Tiara Day with Burning Bell. That's a couple of weeks after the Stradbroke. So look out for her. She's well up to something uh, better than she's been going around against. So Burning Bell, a definite follow. Joy to All is the next one. Now, Joy to All goes around this afternoon, Mark, against your horse, which, of course, is... Hot Spring Gold. That's it. Completely escaped my mind well, for a moment then. So Joy all to about, All. It's hard for me to keep up with our horses, <laughs> let alone you. You've only got one. We've got a plethora. Joy to All uh, went around in a jump out uh, last Sunday afternoon on the Sunshine Coast on the Polly Track. Uh, it was the Gypsy Goddess jump out. The Gypsy Goddess is the favourite for the Oaks. And Joy to All, the stable mate of Gypsy Goddess, ran a nice third. Now, the jockey that rode uh, Joy to All, I think I said earlier, would have had uh, very sore arms come Monday. He was had a vice-like grip on this horse, and she had a lot left in the tank. She's going to be very hard to beat in race eight today. So she's a definite follow, and we can get our money pretty quickly, I think, with Joy to All. Well, got a horse to beat in um, Hot Spring Gold, so we'll see what happens this afternoon at the Poly Track. And the last one, Enabler. Enabler, trained by Steve Tregay. Uh, a bit of a spruik about this horse. Had only had four starts for the one win. Went around at Toowoomba last Saturday night in race number two. Was in a foul mood. Didn't want to go into the barriers. Then wanted to over-race. Was a spent force on the home turn. As a eighty-five favourite, um, Mark, was beaten 12.8 lengths. Not what you like mm. to see. He was uh, he was not in the mood, so completely forget that run. He was a winner at the start prior. Take uh, note, too, it was on a heavy eight track, so he may not have handled the track as well. So we will definitely forgive Enabler. There you go. The follow, fold, or forgive for this week, all thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. The weekend forecast, where do you want to start? You've got something for the sunny coast yeah. other than... Um, joy to all. Joy to all. Yes, uh, joy to all the best, race eight, number four. Just a couple of others. Race three, number two, Corf or Corfe Castle. I'm sure if I look it up, it's a place somewhere. C-O-R-F-E Castle. It'll be somewhere in Europe. Right. Corfe Castle trialled really well at the Gold Coast behind Midnight in Tokyo recently. Midnight in Tokyo came out and ran second to Natuno. First up at the Gold Coast in the Ken Russell, the... Uh, the stakes race there. Corfe Castle, this is its first start. A little bit of an awkward gate, but I tell you what, on that trial, we're very hard to beat. So race three, number two. Race four, number three, Peter the Piper. He ran uh, pretty dismally first up, but things went wrong for him. He jumped well, but then he struck a little bit of trouble. He wanted to over-race, and he never finished that race off. He's a lot better than the horses going around in this race, and his previous form was quite strong. So I think he can break his... Maiden status today, race four, number three, Peter the Piper. So there's a couple for the Sunshine Coast Poly track this afternoon. Tomorrow, the group ones. Well, three group ones. Obviously, Zaki wins the Doombin Cup. I'm not going to tip against Zaki. Uh, race number eight, the Derby. Dark Destroyer and Paternal ran the Quinella in the rough habit two weeks ago. Dark Destroyer, I think, was the stronger looking on the line and was exposed very, very early at the top of the straight. So for me, Dark Destroyer will prove the strongest stayer in the derby. Pinarello, the Kiwi, another Kiwi, the only knockout chance for mine. So Dark Destroyer, Paternal, Pinarello for me in the derby. The Kingsford Smith, well, the uh, the 10,000 form comes to the fore here with uh, Paul Alien in Trivier. Now, Paul Alien ran second to Marzoud in Trivier, ran third. In Trivier was the far better run in the race. Long way back, made a stack of ground. However, in this race tomorrow has drawn a horrible gate. So whether they go back, forward, or get stuck out in no man's land, who knows? So it's a bit of a, bit of a lottery there what happens within Trivier. Paul Ailey's got a good gate, settles behind them, likes the uh, the firmer ground. So I'd say Paul Ailey's the way to go, but I'll be backing both. 
If one of them wins, you'll make a profit there. Looking for a roughie, uh, Brooklyn Hustle has been quite good recently. So we'll go 13, 12, and 16 in the other uh, group one. As for other bets, I've mentioned Oscar Zulu. His price has shortened right up, but he's still got odds at, uh, what did Scott say, 9.50, 8.50, 8.50? Uh, it's half, basically. So race yeah. seven, number 13, Oscar Zulu. Race six, number 16, Star Tontes can improve. Uh, forgive that run a couple of weeks ago. Mr. Start was was way back at Eagle Farm in the doom and gloom that day where you couldn't see anything. Those conditions were terrible. She did run on and she copped a bit of a check or she was eased at the 200-metre mark and that would have taken momentum out of her finish. So she can bounce back. Race six, number 16. One more, taking this guy on trust. Uh, race three, number eight, I think it is, Ducon. Yeah, it's eight. My eyes are playing up on me there. Number eight, Ducon, who also went around that day, drew a wide gate. Tommy Berry made a move before the home turn, but it was just too hard to make ground. He was a spent force in the straight. His prior runs, they've been very, very good. So Ducon, stick with uh, with him tomorrow, but back him each way. That's race three, number eight, Ducon. So big day tomorrow at Eagle Farm. Ten races. Every race is listed. Three group ones. A bumper fields because we've had no racing over the last couple of days. So it should be a cracker at Eagle Farm. And hopefully we'll get down to a soft five verging on a good four tomorrow with the sun out today and a bit of breeze around. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Right from the outset, the first race, the Roses, like the Oaks lead up at 11.08. Tells you what a good day we're in for. Well, have a good weekend. You too. And we'll catch you next week throughout the week with Patton Hills and then next Friday morning back for the punters, mate. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Happy punting. Hope you find a winner or two. And it's a big day tomorrow at Eagle Farm. The Queensland Winter Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Have a great week. We'll catch you next Friday morning.